I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I am your host, AC Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, and human design expert, and I'm also an entrepreneur. So thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight, and we are going to continue with the Not Self series, and today we are focusing on my fellow projectors. What's up, boo? Um... As I say it in all the other podcasts on the not self, we need to deal with the not self because the not self is where we need to decondition and heal from the most. So we're focusing on projectors or as I call the bitter Bettys. Um, um, that is our not self theme, um, bitterness. And projectors along with other aura types try to initiate like manifestors and we meet a lot of resistance. Projectors probably meet the most resistance out of all of the other aura types um, and become bitter mostly because that invitation part of us is very is a struggle to deal with. And I'm going to talk about that later on in the podcast. So if you're listening, you're a projector or if you have a projector spouse and you want to stop them from being bitter, um, definitely you know take out a pen and a piece of paper or share this with them so projectors and their not self so what happens when we get bitter what does that look like for projectors and not self what happens is that because we are trying to be seen and recognized so much is that we become bitter when we don't get seen and recognized of course so we fail to realize and I don't think that we fail to realize it, but because we are here to guide and direct other people's energy, guide and direct creation, guide and direct so many things, is that projectors are always um, carrying an energy, as <laughs> I like to call it the energy of the side chick. Don't take offense to it. I'm just using it as an analogy. Y'all know my analogies, but they make sense. But we have a side chick kind of energy um, to get seen or recognized. And projectors become bitter because we try to control the outcomes that we have um, in our lives. And we try to control invitations. We try to, we're like, like I said, we're like side chicks in a way. The energy of a side chick is wanting to be seen, wanting to um, get all of the attention um, doing the most from somebody, you know, or to somebody or whatever, so they can notice us, spend more time with us, um, recognize us for our gifts and talent. Don't take offense to, you know, being a side chick. It's just the energy of it. So think about a side chick or something like that and what that energy is. And so it's like being number two, but wanting to be number one so badly. And that's the energy that we display as we are on this journey of being projectors and learning how to be seen and how to be recognized. But what we do is we have to release all of that because if we release that 
um, energy of being number two or being the other, then that's when we get the most invitations. That's when we get recognition. We cannot pursue recognition. We must allow it. And that is very hard for projectors because as projectors, um, of course, I've been a projector my whole life, but before human design, I, you know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, how I am a learner. I'm about knowledge. If there's something that I want to learn, I will spend money on it to get a certification or something just for my own knowledge, not for anything like, you know, oh, I got a certification. It's just so I can know. I'll research the hell out of something. I'll study the hell out of something. You know, I have education, schooling, all of that stuff, all these things, all this vast knowledge that I have. And so what happens is that because we have all of this knowledge is that we, in a way, let that knowledge marinates in us and we perfect it. We um, get more in depth with it. We dig deeper into it. And so we're wanting to tell people like, hey, wait, I know the answer to that or I know how this is going to work or I know this. And what happens is we speak out of turn or we just start trying to be seen and recognized for those particular thoughts and visions that we have. And everybody's not receptive to that. Even when I um, give readings or when I coach people or do strategy sessions with them, I always like to tell them, make sure that you're ready um, for what's going to come out my mouth or what my guides are going to say, um, because it's always not going to be a pleasant experience for the other person if they haven't dealt with their stuff. Um, meaning if they haven't, you know, gotten to some level of clarity in their life, if they haven't at least attempted to resolve issues through therapy or something, because when they encounter me or they experience me, um, it's a no filter kind of experience. And my, uh, my guides and stuff are kind of, I don't want to say kind, they're very on point. Um, and I use the words kind of because sometimes I'm surprised at what comes out or the things that I download and stuff so it's actually it amazes me but because of that projectors have this need and this energy to be seen and be recognized and we become bitter because we try to control the outcomes but like I said we have to release the need for recognition we can't pursue recognition we must allow it we must allow recognition to happen and by doing so the best way to do that is The other part that all projectors (laughs) fail to realize, and I talked about this on other podcasts, is while we're waiting for big invitations, big recognition, we need to do what we love, follow our bliss. And that totally gets lost. Every time I talk to a projector who's bitter, who's upset, who is not where they want to be in life, they're like, oh, you know, well... I, you know, I'm not, this is not happening for me or how come I can't make this happen or what's wrong with this? And I'm just like, okay, what are you doing that you love to do that's within that business or within that career or within that friendship or within that relationship? And they're just like, um, it's like a blank because they're usually not doing it. And then they're just like, well, I'm waiting for the big invitation, but that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be actually following your bliss doing what you love and then those invitations will be attracted to you projectors are really um the walking epitome of um the light within um that's a great example 
Um, everybody, of course, has a shining light within, but projectors mostly need to learn that. And that comes with self-love, dealing with self-worth, working on your inner stuff. Because as you know, when you're around somebody who either walks into a room or when you're around their presence, you're just like, oh, they just have this great aura or this great energy about them. That's what projectors need to let in is that inner flower child, that inner kid. Most projectors, um, yeah, I'm, I'm confident in saying most projectors, majority of projectors really need to tap into the inner child because the inner child for projectors was so shut down and so just like, you know, you're lazy or you're not doing this properly. You're not doing that. I also noticed that a lot of projectors at times come from um, parents who either were emotionally abusive um, or some type of manipulate m- manipulative situations growing up because of our energy. Um, not all, but most um, have some type of dynamics with the family where there's been manipulative energy um, there, whether emotional abuse, physical abuse, um, sometimes even sexual abuse, um, some type of um, abuse or manipulation within a projector's energy. And so what happens is that as projectors get older, um, we walk on eggshells a little bit around people. And so just like a manifester, we don't, you know, manifestors are afraid to speak and just tell people what to do and inform um, as afraid of being afraid of, you know, facing resistance and projectors are afraid to do what they like to do and have fun because they weren't allowed to really do it as children. Um, that's something that I really do notice, but the projectors who thrive early on in their twenties, um, you know, in their teens, especially success wise, whatever success is to you, they were allowed to like do what they want or they didn't have too many authority figures around them controlling them. Um, so that's why projectors often, when it comes to the following their bliss kind of sector, it's like, what does that mean? Follow my bliss. I'm supposed to do this. It's because you weren't really allowed to follow your bliss as a child. You've had very controlled environments, controlled situations. If you were heavily active in um, sports or anything like that, it was still controlled. And I think of Serena Williams who is a projector um and she you know grew up in you know Compton um which was a you know a a bad neighborhood at the time I'm sure when she was growing up and then she also had this father who was her you know manager and a trainer but it was a controlled environment so yes she was a master at tennis and yes she was very talented but it was controlled she had to be at practice you know, of course, her father put them in tennis to, of course, keep them off the streets, guide them. And he saw talent, but that was a controlled environment for her. It was extremely controlled. So as an adult, she's doing all the things and following her bliss. She's in fashion. She's doing venture capitalist stuff, all of these things now, because she's like, oh, wait, I have, I can do it now. Um, I'm sure, you know, in the beginning stages of her mastery of, becoming a tennis phenomenon that was very controlled she probably felt very stifled in so many areas with relationships with other kids um when it came to relationship with other tennis players a lot of things like that so just 
think about that if you're a projector in the instances where as a child you were in, in controlled environments, whatever that was. So when it comes to following your bliss so you cannot be bitter, projectors really need to learn how to tap into some type of childlike energy. And that is extremely difficult for projector as well because as I always say projectors are old souls and so with that having that old soul energy you are almost you know a you know older than what you actually are so being jovial releasing that control is very difficult for you um to tap into that um but you have to um, because it's important <laughs> to do so. So projectors, you know, don't know what it it's like to be seen frequently. And so that's another part of the bitterness um, because projectors are so extremely sensitive to others energies, because like I said, we're, you know, as you know, we're here to guide and direct other people's energies because we have the ability to be so focused on others. It feels like crap to not be seen or recognized because what we do when we're in our projector mode, whether we're in a work environment, um, doing one-on-one stuff, relationships, our natural innate thing is to we t- automatically tap in to people's energy fields. We feel what they're feeling. We know what's going on with them. We're able to, you know, assess the problems and see that. So when you're constantly focused on someone else all the time, it's like, wait, hey, what about me? So, you know, because our gifts are so focused on heavily on guiding and directing, um, we start, you know, having that what I call side chick energy is that we want that attention. Um, we project this experience, that energy, because, you know, at times when we don't get um, fully recognized from the things that we desire from the people who we're giving to constantly. So imagine you giving to, you know, your customers, your friends, your relationship, your family, the people at work constantly constantly giving them your energy giving them that insight all the time and then you're just like but wait I want to be seen I want someone to see me um and then you don't get seen or nobody listens to you that can be very stressful and of course wouldn't that make someone bitter that makes you know I think the worst thing I hate seeing is a a project a bitter projector man it's like it's nasty oh gosh if you know any projector men who are not like in alignment with their purpose or living their life that's what bitterness looks like (laughs) because it can look like just oh my gosh it's just like this like coat and cloak of like disgust for the world disgust for humanity in a way it's they just walk around with a a cloud over their heads um projectors who are bitters who are males um women were able to you know put on that facade a little bit more but like I said a mat you know for projectors imagine I get it you we give 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 to so many people um and it's draining um you can probably even relate to that in your friendships most projectors are the listeners in their friend circle or their strong one or something like that. And so, you know, people are constantly coming to us, asking for advice, wanting a piece of us. And then no one takes the time and says, 
oh, how are you doing? What's been going on with you? And then when they do do that, we're like, I don't even want to talk about it because you've drained me so much. So just remember that if you have, if you're listening and you're not a projector and you have a projector friend or you um, work with a projector colleague or your therapist is a projector or your, you know, your coach is a projector, just throw in there, how are you doing? every once in a while and they'll be like you know a little weirded out at first <laughs> they'll be a little weird like what what the hell is going on um but they will they will appreciate that um acknowledgement um and i'm it's i always like to tell people and you can even tell your friends projectors it's free to give recognition and it sounds so crazy um to ask someone to tell you when you're doing a good job or to tell you when you are, you know, um, great at something, but the people who are closest to you, you know, just say, Hey, is there any possible way when I do something that you think is awesome that you can tell me? Because I notice a lot of times when it comes, when it comes to projectors, people automatically assume they know that they're amazing. That's not the case because we have that childhood thing around us where we remember that emotional trap, that physical trap, those mental traps that projectors might have dealt with as children, that they don't automatically think they're wonderful, especially projectors who have open will centers or open ego centers, and even open um, undefined um, G centers, which is the identity center. That's really a challenge. So we can be great and phenomenal and fabulous, and we still need that recognition. That's why I said it's very like side chicky energy is because no matter how good we're doing, no matter how good we look, no matter how, it's almost like, you know, we want to get a little bit of praise um, because people sometimes assume that. Um, and it's not desperation because it, it can come across as very desperate. And we need to, of course, get, the desperation energy off of us but um with your close circle of friends I think it's okay for projectors to ask someone who they really trust hey can you acknowledge this sometimes but for the you know if you don't have any close circle of friends just release that energy um so you can stop being bitter so another thing um, projectors need to stop doing so we aren't bitter is compromising this is the big one um Time and time again, I talk to projectors and we are the queens and kings of compromise. We are Switzerland with everything in our life. Um, We compromise the entire fuck out of our dreams, visions, things that we want because we want to be recognized. We want to be invited. I'll give you, uh, you know, uh, I always make this joke when I do certain, when I do lives or lives in the past is that, you know, I, um, you know, I have a list um, of something that I want in a husband. And so now my list has changed probably four times in the last two years. So you could imagine that I am confusing the fuck out of the the universe they're like well damn girl like you asked for this the last time we started working on that <laughs> then now you change and that's where projectors compromise and that's what really messes us up and that's where the bitterness is that's probably the stem of all bitterness is that we compromise for our goals and our visions all the time in fear of not being seen or not being recognized so some tips I have for that when it comes to that you need to ask the universe 
what you want. And then because we have to be invited or recognized for the big things, sometimes it might take a while. And then where we get messed up is we change our minds. So projectors who are stuck in, in, you know, not in alignment with, you know, anything that they want to do is because we've changed our minds and the universe is like, okay, you changed your mind, but I was working on it. I was working on this big invitation. And so you have to release that fear of it not coming and follow your bliss. And I can just be a testament. When you follow your bliss and you do things that you really love doing, all things will fall into place and the bitterness will subside because while that big invitation that you want, that you're focused on, that is like, yes, it's coming. You just have to have that reassurance. Reassurance. It's really like a set it and forget it. Set it. Yes, you will be seen. Yes, you will be invited. Yes, you'll be recognized, but you have to show up. Um, I use this analogy when it comes to, you know, either like pretend you're, you know, if you're a projector, pretend you want to be seen at a party and you're like, oh, I want all these invitations. I want people to, you know, recognize me, to compliment my outfit, to want to network with me, to want to do business deals with me, to want to, you know, just network career wise or whatever, or friendship wise. And then what happens is that projectors be like, well, I didn't get invited to this particular networking event, but I really wanted to go. That's what you have to follow. Show up to the party. If that's what makes you happy, just show up. That's it. And then the rest will fall into place. And that's where projectors get bitter and we mess up is that we don't show up to the party. So if you want to be seen as a speaker, if you want to be seen as this type of business person, if you want to be seen as this or that, you have to show up as that. Just show up. If that's what makes you happy, show up. So the bitterness comes from thinking about the weight and actually, um, you know, worried about the weight and talking about, oh, well, I have to wait to be invited and all of these things. But you're failing to realize the other half is what's going to make you happy right now. If showing up to the party is going to make you happy, just go to the damn party and call it a day and then you'll be seen. Somebody's going to recognize you. Someone's going to see you. The waiting process is a struggle, but we forget in the meantime that we really need to follow our bliss. You know, a few things for projectors to focus on so we don't, you know, live in that side chick bitterness and patient energy is number one, which a lot of projectors don't do, is you have to trust that recognition and invitations are coming. I promise you, if you just show up to the party and follow your bliss, they're going to come. Also, stop being thirsty for attention. Like, just stop doing it. I mean, it's unfortunate, but here's a prime example. Kanye West is a projector. Mind you, another good combination. Kanye West is a projector. Kim Kardashian is a generator. But that's why when I when they got married, I was like, oh, they're never going to get divorced. It works too well. But anyway, I digress. Um, all the things that he does for attention that we don't ask for. And what does it become? Annoying. However, old Kanye, when he would just show up to the party with this great music and this great energy, we loved him. And then he started doing things that, that we didn't ask him to do. Um, we didn't invite him to the party for certain stuff. And he just showed up and just started blabbing. And sometimes that can be repelling as well. So it's twofold. You know, you take a risk by showing up to the party. 
it's you know when you're doing what you love but sometimes that energy behind it if the energy behind it is you showing up to the party because you want to be seen and recognized i.e kanye then it's going to be repelling but however if you show up to the party and you just want to show up to the party because you want to see what's happening at the party and you want to make it about the other people and like oh i want to see who's there i want to support such and such then people will recognize you so use use that just think think about the old kanye the old kanye he showed up creatively and then we invited him to stuff the new kanye he shows up worried about himself to the party and we don't want him there so think about that when it comes to you being bitter as a projector show up to things not based on you being seen but show up to things based on you wanting to provide your energy to support that other person to support that thing or support them or to serve so that's really important and the last but not least stop settling and comparing and compromising that's super important projectors your time to shine will come and that's why I love that quote Will Smith always you know if you stay ready you don't have to get ready that should be the projector's motto stay ready so you don't have to get ready because when that big invitation comes I am telling you in advance because this happened to me because I was off you know being bitter somewhere that I wasn't able to take that invitation because I wasn't ready but if you keep your eyes on the prize of what you want when that invitation comes and you're ready to like accept it it's it's just going to be a magical alignment for you so just keep that in mind. So if you have like any other podcasts, if you have any questions or if you want to DM me, please feel free to email me. Let me know what you think. Um, but um, also, too, if you want to find out who you are in human design, definitely go to the work with me page on acbrown.com and um, you can purchase a reading and some new products and services. I'm working on them. They're rolling out Um this the summer's gonna be bomb um for all the stuff that I have coming. And if you're interested in being on an episode of Is My Aura on Straight doing an aura analysis where it is one problem that you have, like an actual problem, and um it'll be a little bit of, you know, psychic intuition, a little bit of coaching, but a whole lot of clarity, please click the link in my Instagram bio and fill that out. I'm going to be contacting people very soon to start those interviews. And if you're not following me on Instagram and all of the platforms, please do. Um, I'm on Instagram at AC Brown, Twitter at ACB, um, Facebook at AC Brown one on my page. So make sure you follow me on all platforms. And if you don't know your type, click the link in my Instagram bio and make sure that you fill out the form and I'll get back to you in a couple of days and let you know your aura type and send you some resources as well to listen to. But until next time, make sure that you have a great day filled with good vibes and great energy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.